Hello, and this is Mrs. Paranormal. It is Sunday, eleven forty-seven Wisconsin time. Overcast, cold, like thirty-two cold degrees. No wind, so that's nice. No snow, so that's a bummer. We were supposed to get snow yesterday, but we didn't. So, hello, hello. Thank you so much for stopping and listening to my podcast. I am Mrs. Paranormal. I am in Wisconsin. Thank you for all your new listeners and you original followers from day one. I totally appreciate you guys. Um, Nothing new going on here. House has been relatively quiet. No new cases, which is okay. That's why I like to do this podcast because if I don't have any new cases, I get my fix of sharing other people's stories on from the internet on here. And with that, you guys are more than welcome to email me at P-A-T-T-Y. I-N-W-I at gmail.com. Put podcast in the title. And I will reread your story, okay, before I put it on the podcast. So I'll be sure not to stumble and mispronounce words as I do here. That way, hopefully it'll come across better. So anyways, Merry Christmas to everybody and Happy New Year. I hope everybody's out there. Did you guys finish Christmas shopping? I haven't even started. Well, I have a very, very, very small family, so it's going to be like one and done. Not worried about that. So, yeah, if you guys are Christmas shopping, have fun. If you love people, more power to you. I don't like people. Hence, that's why I do this podcast. Well, I'm at home today because obviously it's too cold to sit in my truck and read the podcast. Mm -mm, Not going to do that. Sorry, guys. So, today I found some pretty interesting stories. Oh, and this is also take two on the podcast, just so you know. So, yes, I did reread some of those stories. Sorry, but I had to stop the podcast because I got interrupted, and that's why this is part two. But, not part two, take two. But there are three stories at the bottom of the list I have yet to read, so those will be, like, surprising. But the ones that I did read, I don't mind rereading again because I thought they were they were very well done. I'm really These are the kind of stories I look for um, to read on the podcast. Uh, If you guys have any preferences or suggestions, you know to email me, man. Oh, also, I remembered on Twitter, if you are tweeters, my name on Twitter is uppercase W-I-S as in Sam. And then the rest is, it's basically supernatural. So it's uppercase S-U-P-E-R-N-A-T-U-R-A-L. Twitter. (laughs) I'm on there, so if you guys want to stop on by, if you're tweet people, but you're not Facebook people, or if you're new to the two, that's cool. You can email me. I'm on Instagram, but that is a, excuse me, that's my own locked one, because I guess from what I've been hearing is, not that it would happen to me, a lot of people on, on like Instagram, they get fake accounts opened in their name all the time. So I think that's why so many people have their accounts locked on Instagram, just because of that. Speaking of that, have you guys heard of Metapsychics? Sidekicks? They're two young girls, well, I don't know, mid-twenties, I guess you call them girls, ladies, I don't know. Anyways, one's a psychic, one's medium, and they're really good friends. I think it's M-E-D-I, Metapsych, P-S-Y-K-I-C-K-S. They're very unique. On occasion, they stop by the haunted side on Tuesdays and Pat has them on as a guest, Patrick. So they're, they're interesting. Um, they have really unique beliefs and what 
I think it's Liv and M E M, maybe for sure for Emily. They're really unique people. So if you're into that, give them a check, check them out, give them a check, check them out. Uh, otherwise, there's always the other podcast, Two Girls, One Ghost. They have a huge following, but I will say this. Their age bracket is about 20 years younger than me. <laughs> That's probably why they have such big followers. Um, plus, it's those two girls. They're best friends. But their age brackets are like, oh, my God, early teens maybe to mid-20s or 30s, where my age bracket is mid-40s to mid-50s, which is totally cool. So maybe that's... That's what the difference is. We're more mature. <laughs> right? No, we're not. <laughs> Anyways, you guys. I don't have a cold, but I sound kind of like wheezy. And, or, and I'm not a smoker. So I apologize if I'm coughing. You can hear like something in my lungs. Maybe it's allergies. I have no idea. So, got a little bit of Christmas music going in the background. Hope you all don't mind. It's funny I say y'all and I'm not even from the South. <laughs> Born in Southern. Whoa, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Born in Southern California. Mm, San Fernando Valley. Yeah, girl. Original Valley girl. You got it. Uh, yeah, right now nothing's going on with me. Just the podcast. And I have been doing a follow-up on that one uh, individual who emailed me about a ghost uh, spirit thing that her daughter is seeing. I'm going to do a follow-up this week and make sure that the other paranormal team is assisting her. Otherwise, I'll try and find another team close to her because she's over two hours away from me um, and that's kind of what I don't mind doing if you guys have something that's going on contact me I have a lot of people I know that I'm sure they wouldn't mind assisting and as far as I'm concerned no paranormal team should be charging for them to come and investigate your house okay I don't know if they charge for gas that's kind of out of my control but for me and Amanda no we don't charge anything we bring the equipment and we'll leave it at that Hey, speaking of that, squirrel. Um, I had emailed a hotel. It's like, I don't know, 20 minutes away from me. And I knew they were going under new management or, or coming into new management. And I had emailed them if we could investigate their hotel. Because I didn't... They weren't open to the public like their rooms weren't. But now they are. And they never replied back to me on my email. That's just so rude. <laughs> oh, well. That's usually what happens on email places. They never get back to me. You know... I don't, I don't know why. I don't know if it's like, is it too much of a hassle for them? Or do they think we're going to provoke? Or they think, I don't know, which me and Amanda don't provoke. You don't need to provoke if the ghosts are active. There's no reason to provoke. Excuse me. Plus you shouldn't because then you just provoke something, right? And it's your time to go. Bye. So you're leaving that, that spirit in that house. You just pissed the fuck off. The homeowners or the hotel owners or whoever now have to deal with what you did. That's one reason you should never provoke because I would be pissed if I say, hey, can you investigate my house? I've got this thing going on. And they provoke, oh, you bastard. No, 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 I dare you. And then they go, oh, sorry, we're done with the investigation. What? And as I've said before, you guys, I do not think sage works. It's just a temporary band-aid to a small little wound, whatever you want to call it. It's just a band-aid. It's going to heal. Smoke's going to go. Spirits are right back again. But it's almost like bug spray. You know how like you have to spray the outside of your house during like summer to re- prevent the bugs coming in? And then you have to do it again like was every three, six months or whatever it is. Sometimes they come right back, right? Right. It's just a temporary boundary. It's just a, that's all. I, oh my God. I never thought of that. Sage to me, it's just a temporary boundary. 
It's a boundary because apparently the spirits don't like the smoke or the smell, whatever. But it's going to fade. That boundary is going to fade away. Right? The spirits are going to come right back. Or they're going to be like, hey, fuck you. We're going to go somewhere else. But you didn't get rid of them. They have the ability to travel to different homes and unless they were under some type of uh, witch spell, a very a very uh, strong witch, to bound them to the house. That's a lot of work. When you have to do a, a binding spell, a lot of shit's involved and it's not very easy. And that depends on what type of binding spell, you know? And are they only bound to the basement? Are they only bound to the second floor of the house? Or, you know, it all depends on what kind of binding spell they did. But those are, to me, those are legit. And you have to be a real, I guess you can call them practitioner, a witch, right? To make those do what you put your um, energy into. Oh, look at that. I went on a tangent on witchery. Sorry, guys. I do that on occasion. So anyway, thank you all you new followers, new listeners. Appreciate it. Um, I hate commercials on these stupid apps. Anyways, I apologize. I'm getting off track. Had my Duncan, can you tell? I'm all wired. <laughs> I still have a long day ahead of me. I have a lot of stuff to do yet. Also, I am on Twitch. Yes, Twitch. It's Patty. I think it's underscore IN underscore Wisconsin or dash. Anyways, I am a gamer, so you'll, like, today, I'm after this, probably, after I finish my laundry and all that, I'm going to go online and game for a little while, so. Uh, you can always pop in. My chat's right there. I'll chit-chat back with you, whatever you want. On with the stories. Sorry for me babbling. That's what I do. I babble, and you listen to me. You guys get the chance to fast-forward. Isn't that nice? I do that on the other podcasts I listen to, too. <laughs> like, if they have commercials or ads or whatever, I just, like, me, me, 20 seconds, me, me, 20 seconds, ooh, 20 seconds, go. All right, this is through the lineup, you guys. I don't know how I found it. I just do random uh, word searches on the internet. All right, I guess I'm nice and tall. So I'm not slouching. I'm bad at slouching. All right, my cat was up here, but she went downstairs. I'm all alone today. All right, here we go. Noises in the night. One night, I was doing my usual stuff and watching some TV before bed. I had this overwhelming feeling all night that I should avoid the hallway and not look directly down it. It was creepy. The feeling of being watched and terrified lasts about two hours before I decided to suck it up and make my way to my room. Let I let the hallway I left the hallway lights on and went to bed. I already reread the story, I'm still fumbling. So she waited two hours to go to bed? Because she's afraid to walk down her hallway. Have you ever, you guys, been in a house? Where you're walking down the hallway and there's just, you, I don't know, maybe it's because of the design of the home, but you feel like there's something coming up behind you. Have you ever felt that? I have. Uh-huh. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. Now, just as I turned off the side table, I heard a drawer being pulled out and hitting the stopper. I turned on the light and nothing was out of place. So this went on about six times before I decided, I, this went on about six times before I decided I was sleeping with the light on. I would have slept with the light on. I don't know about you guys. I curled up under the covers and waited for my boyfriend to get home. He comes rolling in about 3 a.m. He's laughing at me because I'm such a wimp. So he gets in the bed and turns off the light, and that's when all hell broke loose. All the doors uh, down the hallway slammed shut one by one. Then our closet door started to rattling. Started to rattling. Started to rattle. The sound came from inside and could only be described as a as total destruction. 
Now it sounded like the shelves, the pole, and everything in there was being tossed around. My boyfriend joined me under the covers, and we were both very terrified. After it stopped, it took about five to ten minutes to convince him to go check around the house. Lucky him, right? Get out of bed. Go check the house. Go, go. <laughs> she laser. Nothing was out of place, and our roommate had driven three hours back home that night with his family, so we knew it wasn't him. We slept with the light on the rest of the night and moved out soon after that. I still can't drive by that house without feeling creeped out. So all the noise and everything they, they felt and heard, not felt, but heard, when they went to check it out, nothing was out of place. Bizarre. All right. Here's another one. It's called Sorry. Now, when I was a kid, I woke up in the middle of the night to my bed shaking. Normally, that would scare the crap out of me, but instead, I was just kind of annoyed. So I rolled over and muttered, stop it. The shaking stopped immediately. Then, a male's voice speaks right behind. Oh, I hate, I'm sorry. I hate reading shit like this. Then, a male's, a male's voice speaks right beside me saying, sorry. That's when I freaked out. Pretty, I'm pretty sure my childhood house was haunted. Oh, the man in the hat. My son is 10 now, but when he was three, he said he saw a man with a big hat, big hat, standing in his bedroom doorway, staring at him while he tried to sleep. The man disappeared after a while, but my son could feel him sit down on his bed. He still randomly brings it up, so I don't think it was just a three-year-old's overactive imagination. Mm -mm. I've seen the hat man. Not here in Wisconsin. I've seen another guy. I've only seen him once. I was having like a total melt, melt, um, mental breakdown crying thing from the customers at work. We're just, it was a bad, bad day, you guys. About a, maybe a year ago. I think I even documented um, in my notes on my phone. Maybe about a year ago or less. Anyways, I'm just crying because I'm fed up with the customers are mean and so on and so forth. If you're in customer service, you get it. <sighs> so I happen to just look to my left and I see this guy. I'm going to say he's about 5'5". Five five. Hair was slicked back like the Fonzie. It's the only way I can describe it. And he was wearing a white t-shirt. Cuffs were rolled up. He did have a cigarette pack on one of his uh, sleeves. And he's wearing denim jeans. But I can only see from his hips and up. And he stood right there. Now, my door is, is um like, dark wood, so he really stood out. And I looked, and he stood there and kind of, like, had his head down and, like, kind of cocked, like, looked at me. And he disappeared, you guys. Gone. So, I don't know if he was there just to distract me, to get my, my mind away from the customers. But that happened. Another time I've smelled cologne. It's been a while that I've uh, smelled male cologne when there's nobody in the house. Um... Sometimes I was at the dryer, but we've got like a laundry chute here, so that's not it. And it's up here on the second story, so I don't know who he was. Again, maybe he was just trying to, Patty, you know, hey, look at me, look at me, you know, kind of thing. I don't know, but he, I've never seen him since, and I've had other breakdowns, <laughs> but I've never seen him since. But he was 100% there, an apparition, 100%. I just don't know who he was. Next up, the voices. A long time, okay, stop, cut, stop. So, stories like that, you guys, if you have stories like this, apparitions and things like that, you can email me, put podcast in the title of the uh, email, and then I will open it, okay? All right, back to story. A long time ago, back when I was in high school, my maybe a freshman or sophomore, 
Uh, well, my mom was out of town for some reason. My younger brother and two sisters were staying at my grandparents. I was home alone. Monday morning, I'm up waiting for my grandpa to pick me up and give me a ride to school. We lived in an old historic two-story house. I'm sitting downstairs in the living room watching TV. All of a sudden, I hear a man and a woman talking upstairs, like they're in my mom's bedroom. I turn off the TV so I can hear better. I could distinctly hear a man and a woman talking to each other. I could not hear individual words because they're just like mumbling. I got up off the couch and started walking towards the stairs. As I'm walking across the room, I hear a small child speak. Again, no individual words, but some sound of like muffling, like voices. Pretty freaked out, the voices are definitely happening. As I approach the bottom of the stair, something upstairs in my mom's room hits the floor, like a semi-loud thud. To me, it seemed like someone pulled out the dresser door too far and it came out and hit, you know, hit on the floor. The voices stopped immediately and I ran outside, waited for my grandpa in the middle of winter, no coat, and I didn't care. <laughs> That's a good one. Ah, oh, here's another one. Driving home. I was driving home from work one night when I see this little girl on a tricycle riding across the street. And she went to some woods that dropped off into a creek. I braked and skid to avoid her and walked to see if, you know, where she fell. Well, I see no one in the woods and a cop pulls up to ask me what I'm doing. I tell him he was the person I needed to see and it was perfect timing. So I tell him I saw a little girl riding a tricycle across the street heading into the area where it dropped off. He then tells me right away that I saw what some other drivers have been seeing for a long time. More than 40 years ago, a girl... Sorry, I started. More than 40 years ago, a child was killed riding her tricycle across a section of road. Others have seen her multiple times, sometimes walking and other times on her tricycle. Now, after some construction brought change to that section of the road with expansions and barriers, the sightings all ceased. Maybe that's what she needed to move on, you know, to, to say, hey... I'm trying to protect other kids here, and that's all she needed, maybe, right? To move on? To go somewhere else where she's supposed to be? I'm thinking. Six, the dream. I woke up to a glass of water. I said, the first time I read that, I said the same thing. Try this again. I woke up to get a glass of water at night and passed my dad on the way to the kitchen. I asked him something about where he was going. He walked right past me like he didn't see or even hear me. Just like in a zombie kind of, tr uh, like a trance kind of way. And then he walks out the front door. I looked out the front window and he was sitting on our sidewalk under a tree, hands on his knees, staring into the dark. So, of course, I went to my mom's room to ask her what dad was doing. She said, what do you mean? He's right here. She scooted over and there was my dad laying in the bed asleep. Who the fuck did she see? Oh, oh who was that? Was it her father's doppelganger? Um, it's the only like that. Maybe it's a doppelganger. Hmm. I don't know. The waving hand. When I was a kid, I woke up in the middle of the night, complete silence. Like here, like if I wake up, I've got that clock ticking that I, so many times I would take it off the wall and just pull the battery out. But otherwise, my house is relatively quiet during the night, except for if you guys heard me bitch and, bitch and complain, spring, summer, fall, we got those idiots that like have the really loud cars. Winter is much nicer. Anyways. Alright, so I woke up one night to complete silence. I looked around the room and behind a wardrobe, I saw a small hand waving at me. <laughs> what? It was like a kid's hand. It was dark, but I remember seeing it so clearly. I could even see each finger. 
I started crying and screaming, and my parents had to check my room a few times before I would fall asleep. That's all they wrote. What? What? Oh, goodness, people, I wish you'd do follow-ups. Every one of these are cliffhangers. And I don't mind a cliffhanger now and then, but every one of them is almost a cliffhanger. Because they don't tell you the follow-up on it. And I, I, I don't know when these stories were written, to be honest with you. It doesn't, there's no dates on these. There's just the, their, their, um, their online name, you know? So, I guess we can conclude it, make our own conclusions, what happened, right? Next step, footsteps. The only one I have is when I was in fourth grade, when I was little. I would always sleep with my door open. I went through a phase where I would wake up between 3 and 4 a.m. every night, and every single night I would hear footsteps walking up my stairs, around my living room, through the dining room, across my kitchen, down the hallway. They would st- always stop right before my doorway, then turn around and go back into the basement. But one night, they didn't stop. That night, I saw a shadow of a little boy walking right in front of my doorway, looked at me, for a few seconds and walked away, back down the stairs. I slept with the door closed the next night. The next night, just one night, you slept with your door closed? Actually, you know what, guys? I don't know if I would want to sleep with the door closed because you can't see what the hell's going on the other side of the door. At least in your, if you're in your room, right, and this little boy figure stops in, you can hide under the bed or in your closet. You know what I mean? At least you, I don't know. I'm thinking... This is residual. Just because of the the path, you know, up the stairs, living room, dining room, blah, blah, blah. They just were like going through their daily lives when they were alive. It's residual. It's all they know. That's that's all they have. It's just that same path every day. Except for when he didn't, except for when he didn't stop. The painting. My grandparents used to have a really beautiful painting of my aunt hanging in their living room. And yes, she is still alive. Anyways. When I was about five or six, I was sleeping in their living room one night when I heard it talking to me. It was her voice, and it talked to me just like she would have. It was weird because I was really calm and not scared. I was even talking back. But I knew that pa- <laughs> paintings don't talk. Well, eventually, she told me to go, up, go upstairs and wake my grandma, grandpa and tell him she wants to talk to him. <laughs> Excuse me. I went and woke him up, and when he realized I was talking about a painting, he got really pissed. He was yelling at me, and when he suddenly stopped and stared out the window, then his eyes got wide, and he told me to hide in his bedroom and tell Grandma to call the police. Well, he then grabbed a pistol he had hidden in the cabinet and ran outside. While she was on the phone with the police, we heard two shots. He came back in after a few minutes and told us he shot one of the guys trying to break into his house in the arm, but they all got away. They all got away. Who? How many? All? So it turns out that a prison of minors about 20 miles away had three, three escapees. They ran through the woods until they came back to my grandpa's property and planned on looting what they could and use this as hostages if needed. That is until my aunt's painting woke me up and told me to wake him up. Can you imagine, you guys? If that didn't happen... Oh, goodness, just come to your own conclusions on that one, too. Oh, next one, the child's play. At my previous job, our building was under construction. The only floors that were occupied was first, second, fifth, sixth, and seventh. 
One time, I was alone, alone inside the elevator going from first to sixth floor. Suddenly, it stopped and opened up on the third floor. Now, normally I would just disregard it, but rumors were all over that a child, that a ghost child was playing around on the vacant floors. So I pressed the close-up button as fast as I could. When I closed it, I heard noises like someone was tapping their fingers on the walls of the elevator. Wah, wah, wah. Ooh, the man with the black eyes. This is as far as I got and then I had to stop the podcast. So I don't know these. When I was a teenager, I used to babysit my cousin Alyssa. She was little, maybe almost two, a little older, old enough to say sentences, okay? So I'm giving her a bath before bed when she looks out into the hallway and gets a terrified look on her face and starts crying. At this moment, my aunt's Pomeranian starts going nuts as well, barking and growling to the hallway. Jesus Christ. Uh, The atmosphere in the the room became uncomfortable. I'm getting all... Because the story's kind of freaking me out. Uh, The atmosphere in the room became uncomfortable and I started getting scared. Shit, yeah. I took her downstairs from the third floor in the townhouse to try and calm her down. I asked her what was wrong. She said something along the lines of the man with the black eyes was there. When I continued to pry, she looked up. I don't want to read this next sentence. When I continued, when I continued to pry, she looked up at the second floor stairs, her eyes getting big and looked and looks at me, bringing her finger to her mouth and said, shh. Shaking her head no. Holy fuck. (laughs) Oh my god. That one gave me chills. What the hell? (laughs) What happened? Oh my god. What the? Okay. Okay. I don't know the ending. So I'm just going to keep scrolling. (laughs) Oh, another one. The hand. Hmm. When I was around 12, me, my cousin, and my brother were building a snow igloo in my grandma's backyard. You know, growing up in California, we don't have uh, snow igloos. I know it's big here in Wisconsin and Minnesota. We never had a snow igloo. We didn't do that stuff growing up. <laughs> All right, sorry. So anyways, they're building a snow igloo in their grandma's backyard. And we had the whole dome complete. I'd be afraid I'd be crushed, you guys. Anyways, uh, we were working on the inside making walls smooth when I accidentally s- smoothed it too much and a little hole to the outside formed. Instantly, (laughs) this has got to be a joke, right? Excuse me. Instantly, a hand shot through the hole and started reaching out, trying to grab something. At first, none of us in the igloo really freaked out since we thought it was my sister trying to, you know, break our fort, right? After gasping about 10 seconds, the hand pulled back out of the hole. However, when we went out to scold my sister, there was no one there. And there were no footsteps out there apart from our own. So what the fuck was it? that's creepy that's creepy alright guys I think this is the last one it ends on 13 nice 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 the prankster I lived in a house with a basement and every time I walked up the stairs I would get this creepy ghost bump goosebump feeling on the back of my neck it didn't make it didn't make me uneasy to go down the stairs or to be in the basement my crafting was down there and I spent a lot of time there now after a while I would have items I was using disappear, and when I looked away from them, I would search and search, and one day, I got frustrated, and to, and to no one in particular, I said, can I please have my scissors back? 
I had just looked under the pile of new mail when I turned my head and there were my scissors on top of the pile of the mail. Mm -hmm. I talked to my neighbor about it and she told me that the original owner of the house was a jolly old man, ho, 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 who lived, loved to prank people and that he had fallen coming up the stairs one day and died. I think the goosebumps were him trying to tell me to be careful. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Every time after that, when something would disappear, I'd politely ask for it back, and it'd appear in a place that I could not have missed it before. Excellent, excellent story to, la- to leave on. Look at that. 28 minutes into it. So, I love finding stories like that, you guys. Sometimes it'll take me days to find specific titles. Excellent stories. Excellent stories. All of them... I can I can relate relate to some of them like the one going up the stairs. Um, my basement, you know, you go up the stairs, it's, you get that creepy feeling behind you. So one night, excuse me, I faced my fears, and I sat in the basement on the staircase in the dark with a flashlight. Of course, are you kidding? Of course, I had a flashlight just to face my fears. Like Patty, there's nothing here, even though it feels like there's something there. Nothing ever happens to me. Nothing ever touches me. It's just that. Sensation is something crawling up behind you as you go up the stairs. You know, there's a the heaviness or whatever you, you want to call it. Very good stories. I'm very happy with that podcast. Very, very happy with those stories. Oh, very happy with those. Sometimes I read a podcast. I'm going, what the fuck did I just read? That was so lame. I should just delete that episode. But I don't. I should, but I don't. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for taking your Sunday. Um time with me 29 30 minutes out of your day i really really appreciate it hit me up with an email just say hey patty hi you know podcast in the subject field hi i'm one of your listeners you're doing a shitty job <laughs> hi patty i'm one of your listeners you're doing a great job keep it up hi patty just give me hi patty p-a-t-t-y-i-n-w-i gmail.com podcast in the subject field hi patty p-a-t-t-y Hi, Patty. So I says, hi, Patty. I'm like, oh, my God, it's so so cool. All right. Well, you guys have a phenomenal Sunday and a great week. Sunday, I should be fine here to do another podcast. I always have my Saturdays to fall back on, but Saturdays are kind of weird for me sometimes, so I prefer Sundays. I'm in a better mood usually. Well, Saturdays I am. I just don't (laughs) want, never mind. Anyways, Sundays I'm usually in a really good mood. So everybody take care of yourselves. Uh, Have fun ghost hunting if that is what you're doing. If you have any questions or anything about equipment, let me know. I've been doing this since 2010, so I've got some knowledge on me. Got some years on me. So anyways, you guys, everyone take care of yourselves. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Thank you for your new listeners, your old listeners. Thank you again for the ratings on Spotify. It means a lot to me. Everybody take care. And this is Mrs. Paranormal signing off.